Hey, what's going on? How's it been? My name is Andrew, as always, and you're listening to another episode of the fresh, exciting Fort World podcast. And with me here, you know, I had to have my beautiful, lovely, extravagant, what else, amazing co-hosts. <laughs> Please tell the people, tell the people. Hey, Bear, it's Iron. <laughs> and today we have two amazing guests. We've got two friends here to talk about an interesting topic. We've got Timmy and we've got Dara. Hey, hey guys, what's up? Thank you for having me. And hi, everyone. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Definitely. Thank you. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you guys for being in the midst. We have the most exciting times every time talking with you guys. As I said, you know, we've been friends. And one thing I think we all have in common is that we are sons and daughters of preachers. This whole podcast, as you know, SOM, Sons of Ministry, we're all preachers' kids. And what's exciting is that a couple days ago, we had the marvelous Preacher's Kids Summit. It was an extravagant success. Please, let's get some Woo! round of applause. Mm. Some excitement in the building for the Preacher's Kids Summit. So, Ayo, would you like to tell hey. us the topic that we're having today? So, today, it's going to be interesting. So, we're going to talk about things we got from the Preacher's Kids Summit that we had. And also, um, the topic for today is seeing through God's lens. So, how kids see life and things that just relate to preachers kids so yeah let's just start let's let's think preachers kids summit was like the most interesting part for you to me so the preachers kids summit was it was amazing i i really liked the outfits i can't lie like hey, i liked to hey, represent, <laughs> represent. <laughs> you know Andrew, was, that, was that like a that like a theme for like what you guys wore because like to be honest on point you know? We all just, we all just were like, you know, let's just display, you know, just, and we displayed. Bro. <laughs> no, yeah, it was very like, really good. Casual, really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We and then, of course, um, the word was all very potent and very accurate as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, the way that the questions were answered were, it was in such a way that if you were somebody that had questions about this life as a preacher's kid, or you just weren't sure on how you're supposed to relate to other people, how you're supposed to enjoy this life. The people on that set were brilliant in just addressing all of the concerns that preachers' kids may have in this day and age. And um, I was really, really inspired by it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, you know. <laughs> it was amazing. It was a vibe. It was a litness, a lituation, a situation of litness, if I may say so myself. Yeah. Hey. Dara, our April Dara, what she, what was interesting for you? Um, the conference was really inspiring. It was quite phenomenal, really. Uh, everything from the question and answer sessions to the prayer sessions, down to the word, they were all just so inspiring. And like Timmy said, everybody on the panel did an amazing job of addressing the questions and just clearing up the doubts that some people had. And of course, our man of God, when he, you know, when he preached, it just brought a lot of things to my remembrance. And it really gave me that confidence that as a preacher's kid, you know, I have a purpose in Christ. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> well, so yeah. I, in fact, let me ask Ayo, because I mean, I was on set too. 
so you know i i was enjoying it from the give us perspective so ayo let me ask my co-host what how was your yeah. experience <laughs> watching the preachers so, <laughs> obviously the main thing for me was how like good everyone looked it was very it was such a beautiful set and mm. also how the questions were answered very interesting like it's very difficult to explain it so if you haven't watched it go to like YouTube definitely there is a rebroadcast awesome. yeah it's all go to anywhere just oh, anywhere just ask them Discret sons of ministry sons of ministry, <laughs> sons of ministry preachers kids summit and then you see it on youtube it's such an amazing program but yeah andrew obviously i'm not gonna ask you because you're there so <laughs> how was it how was it well i, I remember my favorite part of it actually mm-hmm. was when andrew almost fell asleep while standing <laughs> Oh my goodness! And oh you, my goodness. you, you know, so many people have told, have sent me pictures. Look, let me explain it now. Let me clarify it now, guys. If you watch it, look, I was concentrating in deep concentration, hmm. meditating. I, you know, you know, you know. When when you look at these mighty security guards, you know, or watchmen hmm. for Jesus, you know, the, the definition. Wow. You know, I mean, just. You know, staring, you know, I'm like, mm, you, because you need, you mm. need to hear this message. Wow. You need to hear mm. this message. Mm. <laughs> Rah, you know, so, look, look, guys, I was, you know, we're deep in concentration. Let me revert it back to our guests, you know. We know that the whole, the whole program was amazing, you know, I was there. <laughs> but, like, what was a specific moment you could say, or you could take from, maybe it's in the questions, maybe it's even in the performances, because we did have um, streams on online performances uh maybe it's even in what our man of god pastor chris or Ekilume, preached and talked about so dara over to you i think you would have something to say well many moments stood out to me you know because I, I took away quite a lot from the program there were some certain things some certain statements during the answer the question and sessions that i actually remember some of the answers verbatim and that's because they really just Stop. dissected questions and just give that give gave the word answer and it was just amazing for example there was a part where someone asked about whether you regret living a life or you whether you regret not living a life not having a life before Mm -hmm. becoming a preacher's kid right and one of the responses was from pastor cutin where he said the people who love the world don't know about the world mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. if you really knew what the world was you would know that the world of nothing but sin and death mm. so it wouldn't be something you would love so only the people that are ignorant of what the world really is are the people that love the world and then sister Tammy also says she was responding or helping to respond and she said you can't cover you can't help to remove darkness by adding more darkness to it so you can't be of the world trying to find a solution trying to find some satisfaction by doing the things of the world because the world really offers no more satisfaction mm. the bible also says it's that's what would gain a man if he should gain his yeah. if he should gain the world and lose his soul so. yeah so it's it was really just very powerful when she said that because it brought to mind that many people are chasing self-satisfaction or satisfaction in you know doing things for people they're just chasing something and something that people, many people don't understand is that the real and only satisfaction is christ mm-hmm. so that was just really powerful and i mean let me not even go too deep into it so Robert timmy can have something to say <laughs> so, yeah. yeah definitely i think like 
that, that would have been my favorite part so but this isn't about me <laughs> Jamie, what, do you, what was your what was like a specific part that really stood out to you so yeah for me um just as Dara was saying the whole Q&A everybody was very very good with their responses but for me the highlight would have to be pastor's message because of how he he really doesn't mince words when he's speaking there's so many things that he said which were needed there's very few people that will tell people the truth in the way that pastor chris does and just the reality of our role here as preachers kids um how to understand the importance of what we're doing and um I think he, he read a scripture about train up a child in the way that he should go. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't train them up, then they won't have the direction that they need for their life. Mm-hmm. And that's what he gave us yesterday. Also during the message, I don't know if you guys noticed, but he um, he even mentioned um, Morris Sarula. And even though the mm-hmm. message was recorded months ago, I assume, the, the Holy Spirit orchestrated it to be preached on that mm-hmm. day. And mm-hmm. that was the day that Morris Rula actually passed. And it, it just shows you how the Holy Spirit was moving with this conference in particular and how it all happened at the right time. And mm. people were touched. Like everybody that tuned in on that day was definitely transformed. Um, so yeah, that, that for me would be the highlight. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Powerful, powerful. I love like how Pastor said, like he really explained that part of um, Train Up the Child, how he should go not how you want him to go as a parent and then to know how, yeah and to know how he should go um you have to ask um, ask god because he has the plan and the purpose for that child so not how you want the child to go if you want it, mm. them to be adopted exactly. what god actually wants amazing like amazing conference really like top notch and that's how we do you know that's ministry standard that's som standard that's 412 standard let's go but basically yeah. yeah wherever you are if when you're listening you know watching you can definitely catch the rebroadcast in any of our um available platforms cflix youtube um just search search for it catch it it's gonna be it's amazing you'll get a lot from it so let's move on from that you know let's not just talk about only the preachers kids summit this is not a repete this is 412. <laughs> we had some yeah. questions come in from you guys you guys sent your questions preachers kids sent their questions ayo has the questions ayo dg please can you read the question <laughs> i have a question okay so a question here is my parents have recently been transferred to a new church and since i got here people keep giving me bad looks and talking about me behind my back they keep saying I'm a snob and think I'm better than everyone, but I'm just socially awkward and find it difficult opening to people. What do I do? Mm-hmm. I think, okay, let me just like talk a little bit <laughs> and drop some Rema. Drop it, drop it, drop it. We're waiting. The people are waiting. Absolutely. All right. Um, so, <laughs> so, obviously, um, I personally, not now, but I used to be very socially awkward. 
I, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I just didn't talk to anyone because not that I thought that was better than anyone else, but just because of the fact that I, I'd overthink everything and then I'll start thinking, I'll be like, oh my gosh, if I say hi and the person says hello and then what do I say? Do I say, how are you? And the person says fine and what what next? So I just stand there and I'll just keep overthinking it and just not speak to anyone because I just felt like it was me going out of my comfort zone way too much. Well, like obviously, when you start to um, mature in the things of God, um, you start to realize that that is a selfish attitude to some extent. Obviously, you don't have to be friends with everyone, but then you have to love everyone and you have to be able to communicate and speak to different people and people should be able to come to you because at the end of the day like your main purpose is soul winning and if you can't mm. even hello to someone how would you um win souls mm. so yeah that's just like my little input i would talk a bit more but obviously i don't want to like <laughs> just say everything <laughs> and not give you guys the opportunity <laughs> so yeah yeah i think i agree yeah with what you said so far and another thing is the first part of the question or the first part of the dilemma was where she said some people think she's a snob and what that reminded me of was you know this is our month of productivity so the message that we've been listening to or the message i've been listening to of course is seven virtues of productivity and one of the things when pastor was talking about this the, the seven virtues pastor got to a point where he was asking do people think you're kind and of course the audience responded and he was also like there are people that think you're not kind and some people said yes and he was like is it that they think you are not kind or were you actually not kind to them so if you mm-hmm. think about it, there could have been instances where you might have done or said something that gave that impression because people like first impression does go a long way and like the bible says we're supposed to we are god we are god manifest on this earth so in everything we do we're representing the we're representing divinity we are divinity walking so in everything we do we need to move with that consciousness we need to move with that with that ideology that that really is our life so we need to be careful of the way we speak the way we move the, the people we hang around that's also why it's very important that the people we hang out with i mean having friends in church i can say would be way more benefited than having friends outside of ministry because having friends outside of ministry what you're doing is you're trying to win souls but having friends inside of ministry what you're actually doing is you're around people with like minds as as you or people who have the more ideal mindset so you're growing in a particular way and it's like pastor shimi um mentioned during the conference he said when he started hanging around with some other pastors and some of his friends that are now his family in church that is when he really began to understand more of the word that's when his his desires became more aligned with god's desires do you get it so it's very important that yeah. you, you you really see you know what's my purpose it's when you know your purpose you really understand that there are some certain things that are necessary and those things that are necessary would be would definitely include having the right circle having the right circle of friends having the right circle of leaders of tutors you know so yeah that's for that part of the conversation maybe timmy has some more answers to how she could feel or how she could respond so this this question is about them people say that the, the person is a snob right and yeah. they're socially awkward yeah so there's two reasons why they may think that um automatically when you're a pastor's kid people are going to have some assumptions about you or uh, you think oh uh, you're better than everyone else they'll see you 
you know, getting more food than everybody else at all of the events because your past is done. All of these things will make them think that, oh, you think you're special, that sort of thing. And in as much as, you know, it's not nice for people to have presupposed ideas about you, yeah. you can also make an effort to just be walking in love and show them that you're not like that. That doesn't mean changing who you are, but just being a loving person and of course you need to make sure that you are not like that as well because it's very easy being a pastor's kid to fall into the trap of when um people honor your parents or honor you because of your parents you should never like never take it personally mm. because take it for it's granted not, it's not about you. yeah don't take it for granted but mm. also don't think it's because of you it's not about, yeah, it's you, not at about all. you and um there's there's honor in service as well. So when they are serving you or treating you really nice, it's not something that you should then take to mean that, oh, you're something special. So yeah, on the one hand, just ensure that you're really not a snob. And <laughs> beyond that, in terms of making other people understand that you are just a genuine person. I know for me, in my own personal experience, a lot of the friends that I've made in church, once you've actually become friends, they would say, oh, I used to think you were just... <laughs> it's unapproachable like i used to think you're completely different and now that i've gotten to know you you're completely you're not that way mm. at all um, yeah your character to speak for itself exactly yeah. it's not about you changing yourself but you you may need to make an effort to to know just who you are exactly just mm. walk in love. Mm. at the end of the day as dara was just saying the best friends that you'll make are in church and just as if you were to make friends in the world, you would need to make certain accommodations mm. to fit in, just like Andrew just said. But in church, why should you assume that everything should just be completely easy? Like, you may need to make some effort to make these friends, but the friends that you'll make are going to be way better than mm. you would have made outside of church. So mm. I think it's worth making that effort. Personally. You know, I think it's I think it's really it's really um. I can really relate to this person's question because, um, you know, mm -hmm. transferring to a new scene could be, um, because it, the, the person did say that they transferred to a new church. So, you know, it's a yeah, new scene, sure. a whole different thing that they are experienced with. Like, of course, as everyone has said, it's something that a lot of preachers could get a lot of times. Um, oh, you're acting snobbish. Oh, I thought you were a snob the first time I met you, blah, blah. And then I knew you. And then, you know, uh, you're not a snob. Oh, wow. But it's the <laughs> one truth, one thing I'll advise, as everybody has said, I'll just repeat it. Make a conscious effort to make friends with those people and make sure that you are showing them the best of your character. Now, you might think that it might be overbearing to maybe show people love at all times, but the truth is that it is easy. Why is it easy? Because the Bible said it's easy, you know. If God told us to walk in love, then it's, it's something that we can do. So just know that you can mm. do this thing. You can you can make these friends. You can make them yeah. see who you are for who you are. You're not a snob. Yeah. You know that you're not a snob. It's good that you know mm. that you're not, you're not a snob. Now, what you need to do is that you need to make that conscious effort, you know, to ensure that these people see that you are not a snob. Of course, there's going to be some people that, you know, even after you've shown these people love, they might want to call mm. you whatever, whatever. Maybe they're just hating. Yeah, that's fine. Let them hate. Or you are you. <laughs> you know, just continue. Don't yeah. don't let them shake you. Don't let that shake you. Just continue. Exactly. Yeah. Even if we, we look in the Bible, we look at someone like Joseph. Joseph 
the Bible didn't say that he was like a snob or proud or like he thought he was better than his brothers. But for whatever reason, they felt some some sort of way because they knew who he was. They knew he was. He was yeah. It's it's not really always in your control, like Andrew was just saying. It's not always your fault that you'll be perceived this way. As long as you made the effort to walk in love, you know that your heart is is in the right place. You're humble. You're not a snob. That's really all you can do. And the truth is, you you'll definitely make friends that way. You'll make you'll meet genuine people by doing that all the time. Also, even just like accepting the title that you're socially awkward isn't a great start. Obviously, I'm not saying you might not be socially awkward. You might be, but then you don't want to stay in that position because like while saying about selfishness is this like part of the bible in philippians 2 verse 3 to 4 this like the amplified version and it, it says like do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit through factional motives or strife or with humility being neither arrogant nor self-righteous regard others as more important than yourselves do not merely look out for your own personal interests, but also for the interests of others. So if that socially awkward behaviour is only looking at the interests of you, like is only benefiting you because people not being able to communicate with you or come up to you, then you might have to look at it and try and see how to deal with that part of you rather than expecting other people to change their own point of view, change how you're approaching the situation. Mm. Yeah, but Dari, say something. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, to what Timmy was saying, he did give some points as to how you could correct what's happening or grow by what's happening. But I think the most important thing to say is, is really pray. Like, that's really mm. one of the, the best ways because in the place of prayer, we get all the answers to everything. So it's in that constant fellowship with the Holy Spirit that you begin to see what, how to walk, where to find yourself, where to go, down to the smallest detail, you get all those instructions in the Spirit. So by that guidance and by that direction of the Holy Spirit, you see that things become a lot easier. And of course, piggybacking off of what everyone said, you need to also learn to give vent to God's love. You should be a constant source of love, joy, peace to everyone around you. You need to just exude those characters because i mean when you do that you're really putting action to let the world see jesus in your eyes you get it so definitely during one of the som conferences pastor said something no matter what's happening no matter what someone has done to you don't allow that affect your commitment to ministry if you're in ministry do not allow whatever anybody else has done to you affect how you respond to affect how you serve the lord to affect how you serve others to affect how you dedicate yourself to the ministry so yeah that's how it is you know as everyone has said i'm sure you have found more than enough answers from this question whoever asked the question thank you so we have another question that i'll quickly read through right now this is from a person who says hi hello hi i have a situation (laughs) in which i can't tell friends who are trying to make friends with me for genuinely my person from the people who are trying to make friends with me to get closer to my parents and i'm not sure if they're trying to get closer to my parents in a disadvantageous way how can i discern my friends Mm. i think (laughs) with that one that's like a very interesting one because if you are um not even just like pastors 
if you're just a child or someone that has a level of influence you would experience that because and even if you don't have like people that uh parents that have like a high level of influence just people might just have ulterior motives you never know mm. and that's why like you have to pray because the Holy Spirit will guide you mm. and he'll tell you if someone is coming a bit like sketchy he'd let you know so you have to you have to pray because you might think like oh it's just friendship it's not that deep well things like that you, you don't know what like what is in the heart of men mm. and the bible just say like there's wickedness in this world yeah. so you don't uh, know what the person's <laughs> coming with you don't know if, like the person's coming from a point of trying to um uplift you or if they're coming to plant seeds because that's how like um such like things happen people can come and start planting seeds in your mind that's why you have to be careful what kind of friends you have and the bible does say to guard your heart with all diligence and to guard that like you have to pray because the bible there's no even sign says watch and pray exactly mm. there's no sign saying oh this person's coming um with bad motives so you have to just yeah. like continue with the holy spirit and things like that wouldn't happen you'd be able to tell mm. but here's another thing though the second that question was even asked what 412 stands for that's Hebrews 412 that was the first thing that came to my mind so let me even read it because it's really the best way to approach situations like that okay so Hebrews 412 says for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart that's the answer right there if you need to be able to discern what is it that this person is thinking what is their intention for me or in this friendship or it's through the word the word is literally our very own solution manual any mm-hmm. any situation that's the solution so it's just by studying the word and fellowshipping with the holy spirit like i said because one thing i, I noticed is once you become so in tune with the word so aligned with the word anything that's out of god's plan or god's mm, will of god's will you'll be able to tell you'll be able to tell because you know what you're used to seeing in the word you know what your life has become in the word so anything that's out of it you'll be able to catch on to it quickly and of course like i said by praying the holy spirit would reveal to you some certain things that wouldn't be revealed to you unless mm-hmm. the person says it themselves so of course through prayer through studying the word of god you'll be able yeah, to tell the reference to keep Sorry, you. Mm-hmm. You off. You, you're finished right yeah. Yeah. Um, I would just add to that that them wanting to get close to you because of who your parents are isn't always going to be malicious because every relationship that you, you get into is to benefit your life. And for some people that, from my personal experience, I've met in church because my dad is a very friendly, uh, he's a very loving person. Uh, some people may not have experienced that sort of fatherly figure before mm. and they they may see that and say oh that's really cool i really want to get to know your dad more and would love to be your friend and just tell me about what it's mm. like to you know have this sort of dad this sort of person in your life and it's not always them trying to infiltrate your house and like it's not always going to be a negative yeah. motive behind uh, them wanting to get close to you at the same time, when it is negative, you can always, you know, everybody has said, you can discern by the spirit. Um, you'll be able to know who is there to benefit you in your in your life, who has negative motives behind their actions. You should be able to discern that by the spirit. But don't always think that people are out to get you because every relationship is for a purpose. If 
you're not being used then you're useless mm-hmm. like it sounds very blunt but that's that's the purpose of every relationship you should be benefiting from the relationships that you get into and it, it took me a while to understand to be honest because i always felt like this is my dad like go away <laughs> like this is my dad but the beauty of having parents that are ministers or that are pastors that there is a grace for others to to partake as well and uh, we have to be generous in that mm. as well. So that's mm. my little addition to this topic. But yeah. Yeah. And I think like you need to, not even think, like you need to remember that you live a life of service. You are in service to these people. So just because they're coming close isn't necessarily a bad thing. It could just be their own way of connecting to that blessing. Because people, I remember when I was like younger and people in church insisting that your children are friends with me it's like their own way of connecting to that blessing because there is like a <laughs> blessing very upon your life that whether or not you recognize it is there and people that do recognize it would want to tap into that blessing and in turn tap into the blessing upon your parents life so you have to when you start to realize that you you live a life of service things like mm. that wouldn't offend more you just like realize that oh yeah that is part of the calling that is upon my life so yeah um i think like we've just we've spoken a lot about different stuff this has been like a very very interesting um interesting episode insightful <laughs> yeah exactly so thank you timmy and dara i don't get it thank you <laughs> hey thank you andrew of course thank you ayo <laughs> I want to say thank you to you guys for having me on this podcast because oh, I'm no, a fan. Stop. I'm a fan. I love the podcast. I love, yeah. I love it. Yeah, I please appreciate contact it. my um, secretary for a signature. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, um, so we've come to the end of today's episode and I hope like this episode you can kind of see through the eyes of the preachers can see how we feel because it is common that because you see someone every day you can start to forget that they also have feelings and they also have emotions like all these things that you're doing you might not realize what you're doing but it would it could be affecting other people so also be cautious of that but yeah so this is the end of today's episode uh, see you next time in the same place every Tuesday. And yeah, this is for tour. Bye. Bye. Bye.